there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. There's often so much information thrown at pregnant mamas throughout pregnancy, explaining what's happening week by week, how to prepare for labor, prenatal classes, breastfeeding classes, talk of birth plans, labor, everything in between. You mamas know what I'm talking about. And probably those of you who aren't even mamas yet, you probably hear a lot of this. Um, But more often than not, women don't go into the realness of postpartum, um, or as we call the fourth trimester. And a lot of times, because of that, we feel so unprepared going into this season of life. It's kind of become a taboo topic. As you guys know, we're professionals on the matter of talking taboo anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we're tackling postpartum and we want to tackle um, like just the real life struggles that can come with postpartum and intimacy specifically today. So there's been a number of studies that have been conducted that found that when moms feel unprepared or are struggling to cope with all the changes they've experienced after they've had a baby, that we are more likely to feel overwhelmed and stressed and anxious and depressed, which is a very opposite of how we want to feel as a new mama. I mean, if you think of how God created the beauty and sacredness of us being able to give forth life, mm. it doesn't make sense to me that he would want condemnation and struggle to come immediately after. So a lot of it has become cultural stigmas, I really believe. Yeah. So Alana, I want to debunk some of this stuff for you guys. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's like, I can remember a couple of years ago <laughs> being at book club. So I was listening to friends share about birth stories and postpartum experiences. And I remember being completely and totally floored. Um, granted, I wasn't in the season of life where I was looking into, um, you know, that kind of stuff regularly. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know much, but, um, I had not heard anyone talk so candidly about the messy parts of their experiences. Yeah. Um, Cause I feel like often, you know, you hear, Oh yeah. So labor was great. I did this and this, or, you know, even if it was hard, I did this or, you know, but it's kind of, we quickly sometimes get through that part to then talk about the other stuff. Um, yeah. But I remember coming home and just being to Jeff. I was like, Jeff, did you know that women can tear during birth, like my friend, like tore and like, I just, uh, I just had no idea. And he had yeah. no idea. Like we just yeah. were just struck in with like, what? This yeah. is real. We just had no clue. And I'm sure that I'm not the only one who has been totally floored by the realness of what goes on during birth and what can happen after with postpartum. Mm-hmm. I feel you on that. Cause I, had the same experience. I was just like, I had no idea. I assumed immediately after birth, I could just get up and walk and everything would be fine and Danny Didn't think I was going to have a four or five month looking pregnant belly for weeks <laughs> afterwards. I didn't know that I was going to be swollen in all of my lady areas and regions for weeks. I was like, no one yeah. told me about this. And I actually felt angry inside. Oh. I actually felt gift of my right and passageway into this this season of womanhood without any other women coming alongside me and just being like, hey, do you know this? Yeah. And I remember feeling that way. And like you said, Aww. I think so many of us 
Yeah. Probably felt that way. And we just had so much unknowns. So we're going to be talking about postpartum for the next few episodes here with you guys. We have some super fun, exciting things planned, but we want to focus obviously today on postpartum and intimacy because I think if we were to break it down and look at this season of our lives, if we could focus it around intimacy and, and beauty and holiness of how sacred this really is, this time, that mm-hmm. we could really transform our minds in regards to how we perceive postpartum, you know, and birth. So we want to talk about that today. Yeah, I like how you, you mentioned that the, the mindset does have a huge role to play, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Thinking about it as, you know, what a blessing that you have this time to... Yeah rest and to, yeah. you know, build this relationship with this tiny human and mm-hmm. to uncover this completely different relationship with your spouse yes. as you're going through this, you know, different time when you're just in that little bubble as a little family, right? Yes. Whether it's your first or your fourth, you know, I feel like mm-hmm. that's likely still there every time where you just get that yeah. time to, to bond as a family. So I think mindset has a huge role to play. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to walk you guys through what kind of does postpartum look like? Okay. What's exactly going on during your first six weeks of postpartum? Why are we given the six week period on average? And we kind of want to go over that because we are just going to take this as <laughs> what I would have liked to hear as my younger <laughs> self um, and just go through the basics with you guys. And then we're going to go into giving us some really fun tips and tricks um, and encouragement and enlightenment on five very important things to focus on during postpartum. So we'll start off with the six-week period and what does postpartum look like? So hormonally, right after we've given birth, our estrogen and progesterone levels drop dramatically. Those are two of our three absolute key hormones in our bodies as women. Um, and when these levels drop so fast and with everything going on, and like we said, even mentally, like where you are in a mental headspace, um, this can quickly end up in the baby blues, right? And this is our mood swings, anxiety, sadness, irritability, um, and all that kind of stuff that we often hear of as women, you know, especially in our culture that yeah. postpartum depression is such a big thing, right? Yeah. So that is what often can happen hormonally. Mm-hmm. Those hormones always drop. Um, however, there is so much that I think we don't understand as women that we can do to support our hormones in this time to prevent a lot of drastic negative changes on our body as we work through this new season of our life. Um, so we've talked in previous episodes about diet and different holistic measures to support your hormones. So there is totally that there. And I highly encourage you guys to look into that. Yeah. And I remember too, something that, um, I don't know if it was like the, the health nurse or whatever that comes to your house after you've had a baby, but she was like, okay, so here's a couple pamphlets for you. And you know, this one's about your hormones and you know, what's going on. And if you're feeling a bit sad or you're feeling those blues this one's purple, or I don't know what the colors were, but, and then there's this one that's, let's say it's yellow. Um, and you know, this one's, if you, you think you're, you're a bit further than the baby blues or something more going on. She said, what I suggest to, to people is, you know, have a spot in your house where you tell your husband, okay, I'm going to put 
a pamphlet for kind of how I'm feeling that day. So Mm. say you're feeling a little bit sad, you're not really sure why. So let's say you'll put out the purple pamphlet. And so then Mm -hmm. he knows what's going on with you and your heart and your emotions. And then Mm -hmm. if things are a bit more drastic, because often I'm sure it's hard if women are feeling the postpartum stuff to actually the depression to be like, Hey, I think I'm feeling depressed, but instead to just like slide this little pamphlet out and you're like, Hey, maybe let's get me someone to talk to you or what can we do now? So anyways, I thought that was a great, a great idea for how to just bring your husband into it and just let him know how you're feeling. Even if you don't know yourself. Yes. I love that. I actually have never experienced that with any of my nurses that came for my home visits. So that is such a cool thing. It's so clever. I'm glad you shared that. Yeah. So secondly, we'll go into what's happening emotionally during this time. Emotions can be all over the place after having baby and ladies, that's normal. Don't feel mm-hmm. shamed for experiencing that. That is normal. I mean, yeah. if you look, if you study your hormones, you understand why your emotions can be all over the place. Yeah. I and mean, you can have feelings of just the most intense, beautiful joy to like Alana was saying, I need help. Like I yeah. don't even know who I am right now. I need help. Yeah. And that is normal. Okay. It's normal for those things to happen. Like I said, there's a lot of things we can do to prevent us from getting off the deep end. And it makes me sad that that's not more normalized and educated, you know, right. or that the education is out there for us, but that, that is totally a thing. Um, I think especially, I'll go kind of on a rabbit trail here, especially since getting in the industry of becoming a birth doula, and now I'm looking into my certification and training as a postpartum doula, and um, my whole world has been transformed in terms of my mentality on birth and postpartum, and you know, like we said earlier, there's a lot of cultural stigmas around postpartum that you just assume you're going to be depressed. You just assume these things are going to come on, and if they don't, a lot of women wonder if they're even okay. Like that is so twisted to me and that's heartbreaking. So, I mean, I also just want to encourage you guys like, yeah, postpartum depression is a real thing and it's legit, but we can also transform and and reform our minds around birth and postpartum and how we're going to view this season of our life. And that actually can take such an amazing toll positively on how you get through this season too. So going back to emotions, like we feel a lot of things, but that doesn't always determine if we have postpartum depression or if we don't. Like emotions are still emotions. Hmm. You can give yourself a lot of grace during this period. It's so key to have, especially like open communication, like Alana was saying earlier with your husband, just having that out there for him to see, okay, this is how I'm feeling today. Because that's huge because we need support during this time. I think- Mm -hmm. More than ever, this is a crucial time in your life to have set in motion a support system. So that can have such a tremendous effect on how your emotions go, whether it's in a, in a good direction or a direction that's difficult. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, obviously, after having a baby, like regardless of how you delivered your baby, um, you can expect there's a lot of physical changes that happen as well. So mm-hmm. whether it's breast engorgement, you're bleeding, there's incision care. If you had a cesarean, uterine contractions, so much more, so much happening. Um, yeah, it's no wonder that they don't want anyone, anything going around your lady bits for like six weeks at least, yeah, right? Because there's, 
there's so much going on. And even, you know, if there's even more going on, it's often, you know, waiting eight weeks longer to have sex after, after delivering your baby. Yeah. There's so much we need to heal. Oh yeah. And it's important that we, it's important that we prioritize this, but it's so important that you bring your husband along the journey with you. Mm -hmm. I hear stories that really make me sad about how the husbands are just so in the dark. They're like, why do we have to wait six weeks? Like, right. Get this. And it can often be the onset of a lot of disunity between right. husband and wife all of a sudden when this should be a time of celebration and a time of cultivating your relationship in a very intimate way emotionally or other intimate ways without actually having sexual intercourse. And um, there's just a lot of unknowns around this. So make sure you bring your husband very intentionally along this journey with you because it's definitely a gift and this time can actually be utilized for such an impactful experience yeah. on your marriage as a whole. Yeah. No, that's good. So we're told that we should wait six weeks before having sex again, at least, mm -hmm. I think. I don't know if they, it depends obviously for every person. Um, so it gives your body time to heal. And like Paris was mentioning, right, to just take that as a beautiful time as a family um, to do other things, right? There's so much more. So we want to uplift you and your husband in this time because it's a sacred experience and a gift. Mm -hmm. And every birth is a miracle. Um, yes. And every mama is a miracle mm -hmm. for having their babies. It's incredible. Yes. So, <laughs> like, yeah, it's bizarre. So the things your body does by itself, it's, yeah, yes. it's incredible. So yes. we want to challenge you to pour into praise and to just pray over your body mm -hmm. and your baby and your family mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. during this stage instead of allowing you know, what the culture is saying and, um, what your feelings are telling you as well yes. during this time. Like you've mentioned before, Paris, your feelings can, can lead you astray when it's like, well, no, mm -hmm. I, I feel sad. So obviously I'm a sad, I'm sad now. Like this is yeah. my life, but it's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> there's so much more. And even though yes. it feels, you know, feels maybe really deep and, and like, this is your life now, it's just mm -hmm. a season and mm -hmm. day by day, you know, if you pray into it and pray over this and lists and lists what you're thankful for, like so many yes. lists. Yes. Every day, you know, okay, my baby's gaining weight. Okay. Maybe breastfeeding is really painful. Maybe things are bleeding that shouldn't be bleeding. And mm -hmm. you know what, but just making those lists every day. Okay. I'm thankful that it's sunny today. I'm thankful that my baby's healthy and here and you know, yes. changes your mindset so powerfully. Totally. So, and even with your husband, you know, making lists of with him together, you know, during this time, what are you thankful for? Even what are you excited for once you are healed and can yes. have sex again? Yes. Um, just cultivate this sexual intimacy, um, yes. excitement together yes. and build the anticipation and have those conversations and don't hide from each other how hard it can be, but just lead back to the excitement that you, you have for the life you've, you've just brought into the world and, yes. and just celebrate that together. Absolutely. I mean, you know, if, if we could tell every woman that and make every woman feel like that's what the postpartum experience is like, that would change history in this generation, you know? Like that's what, that's what my prayer is, you know, over every family I serve when I am serving them as a doula, like that's what I pray over my families. I'm like, God, I want them to see birth as you intended it to be. And the beautiful relationships that you can cultivate between husband and wife and family 
through these precious, amazing, miraculous times. Because if you think of it, how amazing is it that we have been given the gift of giving and making life together? Like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. God's <laughs> such an honor on us, you know? And so if we can normalize this kind of conversation, you know, I believe that we could really start changing mentalities and, and births and postpartum seasons to something greater than what it's been made out to be. Yeah. And even too, I like how you mentioned earlier, having a support system and even, I don't, I don't know if people um, often feel comfortable to share this kind of things with friends as well, but just to be like, Hey, I love my baby. This is, is amazing, but I'm having a hard time. Could you come cook dinner for me tonight? Do you want to come snuggle my baby so I can have a shower? You know, could you just pray for me? Just keep me in your thoughts. Like, Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. having those conversations with friends as well and family to just let them know that, you know, you're covering yourself, but if they could cover you too, that would be great. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so important for us to view this as a very spiritual thing as well, because it is, you know, when you view this season out of a spiritual lens, like we know that the enemy hates life and he hates Mm. women because we are life bearers. We have Mm. such an honor, you know, that God's bestowed over our lives. And for us to keep that in mind is huge because we can fight against what the enemy's going to throw us with postpartum depression or negative influences or, you know, falling prey to our feelings and allow that to dictate who we are instead of standing on God's truth, instead of surrounding ourselves intentionally with the support system and biting the bullet and being honest when it may feel shameful, but it definitely yeah. is not yeah. because this is what you're going through right now. And I can say firsthand, you know, being able to, and being a mom and asking for help was so hard for me. Like it's yeah. actually stupid how hard it was for me. And I just felt like, no, I have to do it all. And when I was just like, wake up Paris, like you can't do it all. And you know, that you just don't want to accept that. You know, when right. I started addressing those lies and seeing how the enemy was using it to dampen the light on myself and who I was as a mom and as a wife and as a friend and as a daughter and a sister, I was like, okay, no, we are born for community and God makes that, he makes that so clear in scripture. We are born for a relationship community. We need this fellowship and the sisterhood and the brotherhood of the church. We need these things through every season of life. Why would postpartum be any exception? I think that's a time where this can really be transformational for you as mamas and, you know, as couples and families to experience what God intends for that. You know, if we would allow ourselves to be open to that. Yeah. So talking about all this and, um, you know, the changes that are happening in our body, the hormones that are changing and just thinking about my own postpartum experience. Um, I actually think of it looking back and I have a lot of joy in my heart Mm -hmm. and, and I think it's such a gift and I, I know that's a gift and I know that's not everyone's experience. Um, Mm -hmm. but that was the season that really even, before I even knew it was initiating my passion and desire to talk about this stuff and which led to this podcast to happen in a sense, right. You know, and all of it was taking shape, but it was during this season when I was healing and, you know, being a new mom where I took the time and energy to look into how I could make my Jeff sex life 
better and how I could take it to the next level when intercourse wasn't even an option. So looking for listening to resources, both Christian and non-Christian, just trying to find as much as I could um, to learn what I could do to increase pleasure for myself during sex once we could have it again. So um, I think there's a lot we can do and a lot we should do and can look Mm -hmm. into during this time, even when sex isn't an option. So, um, so here are our top five tips, Mm -hmm. um, to cultivate and pursue and maintain your intimacy and that connection with your husband during this postpartum phase. Okay. So number one is build anticipation together. We talked about this a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, I know from my experience personally, this became a huge focus for Neil and I. We're like, what a gift this is that we can build anticipation together. And that in turn just brings on so many amazing feelings. And it kind of felt like when we were engaged again and Mm. we were so excited to experience, um, you know, intimacy and culminating our marriage for the first time ever on our wedding night. And, you know, after our six week um, postpartum healing phase, um, with both of the girls, I was just like, I felt that way again. I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually bringing back so many like special memories and, you know, this anticipation and the, and I just felt so honored that God gave us that gift because mm-hmm. it, it was just absolutely influential in terms of how much power we have over deciphering the direction of our intimacy or the lack of it. Right. So you know, we can use this time to build into each other so much intimately, emotionally, every single level, you know, building up to the anticipation of once again, being able to fully culminate sexual intercourse. Yeah. Number two, uh, keep open and raw communication, Mm -hmm. which I feel like I've said, like, I feel like this was one of my, one of my things in one of our beginning episodes was one of our the why behind this, or I can't remember, but anyways, where it was just, you know, having that communication with your husband and sharing even fears, sharing that. Absolutely. I'm, I'm scared for when we're going to do it the first time. You know what? I don't know what's going to feel like. I don't know if things have changed. I don't know what my body looks like down there right now. Um, I'm just sharing that and letting him know that, you know, this is a pretty vulnerable time for you and, Mm. and just, you know, going about it in a really, delicate, safe, yes. slow, calm way, um, I think can be really beautiful. So even just, even if you're excited, even if you're scared, even if you have, you know, worries to just, to share them and yep. have that communication open. It's really, really important. And you know, what's really beautiful to me that I've heard a lot of my very close friends and, you know, my own experience as well with how powerful you know, the tenderness and the gentleness of a man is in this time and how Mm. it's such a gift to experience that. And it's just a beautiful thing, you know, and us being vulnerable with our fears, with, you know, even maybe what we're struggling with body image after baby, we don't know what to expect, right? We have no idea what we're going to look like. We don't know what it looks like to heal until we're going through it. But it's just, it's an amazing thing to experience, you know, sharing those fears and, and how you're, and how you're like struggling with your husband and that empowers him. I don't think we realize that it empowers him 
to love on you and empowers him to help be the change for you in this and to walk alongside you. And it just brings up this amazing tenderness in a man that is just like such a safe place. And I think that's incredible that, you know, we're able to uncover these things that maybe otherwise we haven't experienced together. So number three is get creative. Um, be intentional <laughs> about your marriage during this time. Um, you know, love languages, keeping the fun alive, look, listen to spice it up episode, you know, keep going on date nights, even whether it's in your home, whether it's, you know, you know, very with, carefully with your baby going out and about, yes. you know, whatever it is, having a baby does not determine the quality of your marriage. You do. absolutely mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, And I I think, you know, time and time again, you hear that, you know, oh, everything's going to change. You know, nothing will be the same again. You know, get those date nights in while you can, because pretty soon you'll have it. You know, you know what? Women hear enough of that, you know, (laughs) we need Mm -hmm. to just stop being so negative. And we need to just start encouraging mothers, new mothers, expecting mothers, um, and just being like, way to go. Like, you're going to do great. Yes. Get out there, have those dates. I think mm-hmm. it's, if it's something that's intentional and something that's passionate about your, like in your heart to yeah. do, you're going to do it regardless. Absolutely. Right. I mean, obviously things will, things change. Jeff and I, I remember thinking like, man, why are my friends leaving houses so early to go get their kids to bed? Like just put your kids down here or whatever. And then I have a baby and it's yeah. totally, you know, I'm like, <laughs> Oh, that's why. <laughs> but you know, I feel like there's, there's things that change, but not everything has to. Yeah. So get creative. Think about, you know, things you can do, even if it's not the same, but change it so it works. Because there's yes. things that you can do to make it work. Yeah. And that's why we're here because we're super passionate about this. So we're always going to be throwing <laughs> ideas at you guys. You don't need to go looking yeah. is what I'm saying. No, no, no. <laughs> don't have to go far. Right. Okay. Number four is explore the beauty of intimacy around the sacred time. So there's so much we have the honor to do together as a couple with pursuing intimacy outside of sex during this time, which I think, I mean, how often do we maybe prioritize things that we know we should, because we know we have things we can work on, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, for myself, I know that there is ways where we need to explore more to find out what other things that could bring pleasure. And, you know, just working around all kinds of different stuff. I'm like, I know we should do that, but because sex is something we can easily do and it's awesome. We'll just kind of go that route instead of exploration more together. Mm -hmm. Right. So with that said, this is a time where you can totally introduce that exploration. You know, you can get like the more emotionally intimate things like kissing each other, caressing each other, letting him love on you, exploring together. I know we've talked about this in other episodes, But this just rings true, especially in this time when we don't have the option, right? To be completely intimate. Yeah. 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 When the option physically, this doesn't exist. It cannot happen. So yeah. Finding other ways to, to stay connected. It's really great. Okay. And then last but not least, this is our fifth little word of encouragement for you guys is... There is no pressure around sex or performance post-birth. And some of us struggle with that, I think. Like during this time, maybe we're like relieved. We don't need to be intimate. Maybe you're, you're healing from sexual trauma in the past and this just feels like a reprieve or a break. And so mm. we want to encourage you, 
let's work on our mentality during this phase of time. Let's work on our mentality with our husbands around sex. What can we transform here? What can we pray over? What can we work very intentionally towards to make sure that we're cultivating real intimacy together and we're bringing excitement back if that maybe is something that's been lost in your marriage? So we don't want to avoid the, the reality that sometimes sex can just be very hard. Right. And this time can be a beautiful reason to work on that. In this in this season when you know you're going maybe to go about having sex for the first time, you don't put pressure on yourself. Um, and I know that's easier said than done, but your body's changed. And like Paris said before, right? Like think of it as, you know, when you're having you're gonna have sex for the first time. And, you know, having it with that mindset, be like, okay, I'm a mama now, things have changed and going about it like you're having it for the first time instead of, you know, how many times you've already done it. Um, but using that as a, a time to have a new mentality around it and, and take the pressure off and just start from ground zero again. And, um, I think just having those, like we mentioned earlier, conversations with your husband to be like, Hey, we're starting fresh, clean slate. Um, expectations are off. Let's just do and try. And maybe the first time you try doesn't really work out and just laugh it off and give a hug and snuggle and, you know, um, but just having the pressure off and just embracing each moment as it comes and um, enjoying this time as a new family. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. And we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.